Brown gave parties that were attended by Denver socialites, but she was unable to gain entry into the most elite group, Sacred what? Sacred Thirty Six, who Is, are who, we, who attended Tim, exclusive sure? bridge parties and dinners held by Louise Sneed Hill. This is, no no. Brown called this her is... the snobbiest woman in Denver. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia. I am your host tonight, Tim, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts. I'm Kyle. I'm Sky. And we are all still uh, getting along. Uh Working at a distance, mm. which we've yes. always done, honestly, but it still feels weird kind of doing it now. Um, no, I, I can tell that we're all sheltering. Mm-hmm. No, it would, it's definitely, this is definitely different. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're, we're all slightly more tense, a little, little more, a uh, little more wound up than usual. Yeah. I have had mm-hmm. more hair than I ever have in my life, which still is oh, not that's a funny. lot. That's funny, Tim, because I, I have less hair. <laughs> <laughs> I've always kept my uh, hair really, it... really short. Um, <laughs> I think now, though, it's like it's almost like two inches for my eyes. So dun, dun, dun. it's been very distracting. Uh, uh, you're going to have to make that choice for bang soon. Yep. But uh, what we do here is we start on a page on the Bastion of Knowledge Wikipedia. And using links on that page, we hop from page to page to reach a goal destination. And tonight, we are starting at the webpage for Margaret Brown, who you might also know as the unsinkable Molly Brown. And we are blasting our way to the International Space Station. Oh, wow. Whoa. A place where she would never be able to sink. (laughs) Oh. Uh, to see who goes first tonight, uh, I have asked you to devise uh, a title for your opponent. Uh, and this title has to come in the format of the blankable name of your opponent. Uh, <laughs> I, yes. I did not ask you to flatter nor uh, admonish your opponent using this. Yep. Mm. Uh I will, of course, choose the best one through my criteria of being completely arbitrary. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, who would like to go first? Who is prepared? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first if that's okay, Sky. That's fine. Um, just because I, I had to, I thought about this for a little while, and I, I have to be honest, I approached it as sincerely because I feel like right now. Some sincerity is 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 just fine. That's a bold given, move, given our lives right now. No, and I I I'm I'm being uh you know I not I'm not trying to just be complimentary in general, but I went with capable, the capable Skylar because uh, this no, no because and the only I want to I want to uh continue to, to talk in, for this in in that they. I, I couldn't come up with a good word otherwise. I wanted to say resourceful because literally you're one of the like the handiest people that I know. Mm-hmm. Um and uh I have yet to see you um like go up against like a weird thing that's happened at your house. Mm-hmm. And not uh, and and you don't initially just start with like, well, I figure, you know, maybe I can fix this or, you know, let's look at this and see if this is doable. YouTube, baby. And I What's that? I said YouTube, baby. Oh. <laughs> I said YouTube, baby, but YouTube, baby. Oh. Sure. oh. Yeah, yeah, also that. I thought yes. you said YouTube. I'm like, I just YouTube. That's a strange YouTube? way to I'm say like, that. What? YouTube, uh, no. baby. <laughs> yeah, but still, even so, like, even to be able to follow some YouTube tutorials, like, eh, there are times when I've, That's you know, true. I do fix some things around my house, too, but, like, there's still a level of, of uh, capability there that, you still have to have. You just have to have it. And uh, oh, yeah, and I, I've always, I've always respected that about I'm you. I'm so glad you went first. Now I get to hit. <laughs> now I get to hit you with this one after you were so nice Great, to good. me. I'm ready. I'm ready. As Bring Tim it. said, you didn't really, you didn't specify whether this was to like uh, be intimidating or put them down <laughs> or be like right. a, a compliment. 
So I kind of yeah. went the most middle of the road. <laughs> and I'm going with the pliable Kyle. Wow. Pliable? Um, That's amazing. Because I actually thought Tim was going to go like wrestling with this. Mm. So I thought like pliable is a good like if you're pliable, that's good in wrestling. And also oh, yeah. people just screw up your name all the time. So you Oh my gosh, constantly. Kind of that. Would you consider your, would you consider yourself single pliable or too pliable? <laughs> I you know, Tim, I like to think that I'm that I'm, you know, pliable enough to get the double, you know. <laughs> um I I am fine with that. That I'm absolutely okay with that with that uh that nickname. It's very fun to the, say. Uh, yeah, it is. And it, it, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a you know a little bit of a slant, uh, slant rhyme, but it's good. Yeah. I uh, well while I agree while I agree with Kyle's uh, sentiment, I really like the sound of of the pliable Kyle. <laughs> uh, so I I will have to give this one to Sky tonight. I feel like that's just such a fine. mystery. It's like, what's he going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I you know what. <laughs> You know what? Pliable I, Kyle still... also sounds like a like a flat Stanley sort of thing. Oh, kind of. Wow. It's just like yeah. it's just like a it's like a stick figure made out of silly putty <laughs> or something that <laughs> that elementary students ship to each other for adventures. Oh my gosh! Okay, then. I uh, yeah, I did run into another Kyle over the weekend. Um, well, and I guess this would have been online, but even so, like. Uh, oh no no no! I, I was playing Splatoon mm-hmm. with a couple friends because the, uh, an undoubtedly yeah. more rigid Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah they they killed me several times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I see how it is. No, there's no unity here. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no loyalty among Kyles. <laughs> no honor among Kyles. That's right. All right then. So. We are starting on Margaret Brown, also known as the unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah. Became famous for surviving the Titanic. Where are we going again? But did a lot more after that. Uh, we're going to the, the International Space Station. Oh, the International. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here she is. I don't <laughs> I, I don't know this lady. I'm sorry. Really? She's really famous. Mm-hmm. That's good. She she wanted to return to the debris field of the Titanic. Yeah. So <laughs> look for survival. She, but she would have she would have moved her ass and gotten Jack on the door as well. I'm just <laughs> yeah, gonna say that. Probably. We uh we how oh, what we're how oh, dang that's the end of Gatsby, Great Gatsby, returning to the de- debris fields. Uh, you know, effort or ceaselessly get into the past mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Nice. That also kind of works because it's dead in a pool. At yeah, the I end. suppose that's true, too. <laughs> I thought that's... Oh, spoiler, spoiler alerts, I suppose. Uh, For every high school student out there. So she was born in a hospital. Good on what story. is known as Denkler's Alley. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's cited. Hey, I'm Denkler. Welcome to my alley. Celebrating Molly Brown on her 150th birthday. Yeah. www.hannibalmag.com for 2017. What? <laughs> Hold on, know. I have to. I have to check this now. Sorry. Continue. Hannibal, Missouri. In Leadville, she met and married James Joseph Brown, nicknamed JJ. Uh, he's not a rich man, but she married JJ for love. She Aww. said, I wanted a rich man, but I loved Jim Brown. I thought about how I wanted comfort for my father and how I had determined to stay single until a man presented himself who could give to the tired old man the things I longed for him. Jim was a, as poor as we were and had no better chance in life. I struggled hard with myself in these in those days. I loved Jim, but he was poor. Finally, I decided that I'd be better off with a poor man whom I loved than a wealthy one whose money had att- had attracted me. So I married Dang. Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, this website immediately contradicts that uh, that initial line, saying that uh, she was born in a cottage on Dankler's Alley. Uh oh. So, don't know what to tell you. It's a hospital Sorry, what cottage. Could... <laughs> well, oh, that's the, the, what they didn't tell us. Yeah, yeah, what they didn't specify is that the cottage was also a hospital. Cottage God. hospital. A hospital. Nope. Mm-mm. Cottage. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the eject button. Ho- I'm hospitage. Out. Continue. Hospitage. 
It's getting worse, Tim. <laughs> so JJ, so. he's a smart, smart dude though. Uh, uh-huh. He his mining engineering efforts uh, proved instrumental in the production of the substantial ore seam at the Little Johnny Mine uh, of his employer's <laughs> Ibex uh, Mining Company. And he was all of these, all of these names for everything shares. sound sound orchestrated. Like yeah. This sounds like really a Friends do. of the Table episode. If, I mean, Ebex if you're going is to a... create a story about someone, these are yeah. the names that we're going to use. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll find your, you know, the 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 villain is hanging out at the at the little Johnny Mine. Little yes, Johnny Mine, Mine, little Johnny Mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are going off the rails yep. quick tonight. He <laughs> bought a summer house and stuff. Came rich. Um. She That's became well immersed in the arts and fluent in French, German, Italian, and Russian. She co-founded a branch in Denver of the the Alliance Front. How do you say how do you say French in in, in French? How you say Francais? Francais. Francais. <laughs> to, to promote her love of French culture. Uh, oh, but that was super popular right back then too. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like right at that point, yes. Brown gave parties that were attended by Denver socialites, but she was unable to gain entry into the most elite group, Sacred what? Sacred Thirty Six, who Is, are who, we, who attended Tim, exclusive are you sure? bridge parties and dinners held by Louise Sneed Hill. This is, no, no. <laughs> Brown called this her is, the snobbiest woman in Denver. Someone tweet Austin Walker right now and tell him that we're on to him. We mm. know that they've been working on the Margaret Brown page. They cannot get this past us. Oh, man. We're on to you, friends at the table. We know. Uh, one of the new characters in the season, Art's playing him. His name is Sovereign Immunity. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Uh, That's a very Art yes. character name, too. Uh the agreement so gave Margaret a cat. Oh, they continue to communicate and share. Oh, she got divorced. What? Yeah. Although they never reconciled, they continue to communicate and care for each other throughout their lives. That's very mm. sweet. Yeah. She took she took a house. She, well, she didn't take a house. She kept a house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she kept a house. Um, also received a $700 monthly allowance. Which is equivalent cool. to nineteen thousand nine hundred nineteen dollars in twenty nineteen money. Listen, it sounds like she was doing some some stuff. So you yeah. know, then she got on the Titanic, and that went poorly. <laughs> well, actually, the good thing about the Titanic is, great for her. <laughs> yeah, the good thing about the Titanic is like since it's the maiden voyage, it's just like they got on the Titanic. You know how it went. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no. No ambiguity on that. Yeah, her daughter was supposed to go with her, but then she was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go. St- I'm supposed to. Uh, she, I'm just gonna stay in Paris." Apparently. <laughs> yep. Um, she's a first class passenger. The Titanic sank, of course. Like I can't remember how, but it sank for some reason. <laughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> are Are you doing this on purpose, yeah, Scott? Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I. I hate you. Brown <laughs> That's was so later. Mean. I know, it's so especially mean. for me, who's like, I don't know anything. <laughs> Brown helped others board the lifeboats, but was finally persuaded to leave the ship in lifeboat number six. Brown was later <laughs> called the unseekable Molly Brown by authors because she helped in the ship's evacuation, taking in or herself and her lifeboat and urging that the lifeboat go back and save more people. Her wow. urgings were met with the opposition from quartermaster Robert Hitchens. The crewman in charge of lifeboat 16, the villain of our story. Hitchens yes. was fearful that if they went back, the lifeboat would either be pulled down due to suction or the people in the water would swamp the boat in an effort to get in. After several attempts. A valid fear. Just, both just those to point sound out pretty the, good. The suction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After several attempts to urge Hitchens to turn back, Brown threatened to throw the crewman overboard. Sources okay. vary, citation needed, as to whether the boat went back and if they found anyone alive. Brown's efforts sealed her place in history regardless. Good for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. she after she was rescued by the uh, RMS Carpathia, Brown sure. proceeded to organize a survivors committee with other first class survivors. None <sighs> of the poorer ones, though. The committee worked to secure basic necessities for the second and third class survivors. Oh, there we go. Thank and even you. provided okay. informal counseling. 
Uh, she ran. What's informal counseling, you guys? Hit, uh, Tim, hit me with what informal counseling looks like. Uh, hey, hey, you want to talk? No, nah, I. You know, I got a lot, st- a lot of stuff going on. You sure do. Uh, but you gotta <laughs> be more open. Uh, if you want to, uh, you know, to get that stuff off your chest. Uh, I'm trying to help you here informally. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like we should probably set up like an actual time to sit down and talk or something, if that's the case. Uh, we can go Tim Hortons. Sold. All right. And seen. $44 and seen. an hour. <laughs> no. <wait. laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she ran for U.S. Senate in 1914. Whoa. But ended her campaign to return to France to work with the American Committee of, for, for Devastated France during World War One. As the time of J.G. Brown's death on September 5th, 1922, Margaret told the papers, I've never met a finer, bigger, more more worthwhile man than J.J. Brown. Wow. He died intestate? Is that how you say that? Uh, intestate? Yeah, intestate. Uh, just without kid. You know, without a... Without, without a, a valid a, will, without right? Will. Isn't that what yeah. that means? Right. Yep. Oh, you're Which right. Which is wild yeah, sorry, to I stink. Yeah. It's like, get it together. Uh, <laughs> in five years well. of... of a disputation between Margaret and her two children were required to finally settle the estate. Uh, da, 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 da. Ooh, due to lavish spending, JJ left the estate valued at only $238,000. Only $2.8 million. Yeah, in today's money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, later in life, she was an actress. She died in her sleep at 10.55 p.m. on October 20. How do they know the exact date? Yeah, like... Back then. Well, it said a brain tumor. It's I'll, I'll have to reveal. She, oh, so they didn't know she had a brain tumor. It was revealed. Yeah, that's kind of suspect. Like, or what that means is that there was someone sitting with her or, while she was asleep. Yeah, I guess so. So that's maybe true. she she was known to be had sick. a nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, her body almost was certainly along with JJ. a woman. Huh. Oh wow! Yeah, that's true. She would have had somebody attending her probably. A woman with that wealth, yes. And, and if she was not feeling well and, you know, like something like that, yes. So her, the fame as a Titanic survivor promoted uh, the issues she felt strongly about, the rights of workers and women, education and literacy for children, historic preservation, and commemoration of the bravery and chivalry displayed by the men aboard the Titanic. Mm. By Except the Hitchens. Except that guy. Yeah, during the World War... During during the World War One, mm. in France, she worked with the American Committee for Devastated France. We already said that. Uh, she's awarded the French Légion d'Honneur for her good yeah. citizenship, activism, and philanthropy in America. Also, uh, little known fact: she was extremely good at the the saber technique of opening wine bottles. So. Re- was she really? No, I don't. I'm just oh. saying. <laughs> I mean, that does stand. <laughs> That it does, does stand to to character though, does doesn't that? Yeah, that like it would fit, fit, right? She was a master was a good, of the sword. That was a good pull. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to get to the International Space Station. International Space Station. Um. I mean, there's mining engineering. Mm-hmm. Which could get me to engineering, which could get me to other forms of engineering. Yeah, that's true. Do I want to talk about engineering all night? <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing this I wanted to I was... point out is in uh, all the different portrayals of Molly Brown. Yeah. Uh, Cloris Leachman portrayed her twice, 22 years <laughs> apart. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Oh, Kathy Bates, look at that. Yeah. That's that's the more recent one. Wait, there have been multiple other ones since. Oh, yeah. Um, Mary Lou Henner, of course. So there's, okay. there's people Sorry. constantly going like, hey, we should make something. Let's make it about the Titanic. Nobody's sick of I mean, that. I mean, it's a great tragedy. And it's one of those things that is just distinctly American. Like, we did this to ourselves. 
Yeah. It's not it's one that we don't have to borrow from, I don't know, Shakespeare, let's say. Uh I, there's also the Colorado Women's Hall of Fame, and yes. maybe there's a maybe there's a female astronaut <laughs> that's from Colorado. Yep, it's possible. I'm gonna click on that. Oh, I was going to. Dang it, Scott. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh no. Maybe well, lifeboat number know. six. Okay, Tim. What? I was. I'm thinking about clicking lifeboat number six. So don't tempt me. Right there. I know it's linked twice on this page. That means that someone had to actually have written something about it, which hopefully means that it's a slightly longer page than than it sounds like it would be. <laughs> um. Oh, geez. Like the other options that I'm thinking of are, um, hmm. I mean, literally just. Oh wait, do they talk about How about Louise Smead Hill? Yes, yeah, the snobbiest <laughs> woman in. Colorado or Denver. <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. Just Denver. Yeah, Denver. Just Denver. <laughs> there's a you know it's there's a race every year. <laughs> I think both of those she's, are probably the same though. Like she's she's in the top you know she's in the top seed you know she's the top seed but there's a oh there's a there's a there's this woman out in Scottsdale that they're just that's just like the oh no she's way more snobby. Uh, just wanted to um, mention that uh, thirty thousand dollar Victorian mansion is linked. And it links to the is it really? yeah it links to the Molly Brown House Museum, uh, which is both it is a house, it is a museum, and it is brown. Oh, <laughs> I don't think that's the brown they're talking about, but yes, that's it, that is a true statement. <laughs> anyway, uh, geez, so uh, all right, there are films, musicals; those are always full of links. Um, goodness. <laughs> uh, do I want to just click on the, uh, the lifeboat? I think I might just click on the lifeboat. I'm going to do it. Click on a lifeboat. Okay. Click in oh on my a gosh. Lifeboat. Oh, wow. This did not go the way I wanted it to, but in <laughs> another was, way, uh, what way did you want it to go in another way? It's well, you know, I'll explain when I get to it, when we get back to it. Oh, wait a minute. I just... Okay, here we are. Okay. <laughs> here we are. The As Colorado Women's Hall Colorado of Fame. Women's Hall of Fame. It's a nonprofit volunteer organization that recognizes mm-hmm. women who have contributed to the history of the U.S. state of Colorado. As of 2020, 170 women have been inducted. There was a short-lived recognition program established in Colorado in 1965 (laughs) to honor the contributions of women to the state, known as the Colorado Women of Achievement Awards. Each year, three honorees from throughout the state who had distinguished themselves in their profession or... Battles of the death. Yes. were, ...were recognized at an annual banquet held in Denver, given a cash reward, and received a pin with the emblem of the program... (laughs) Which was sponsored by the Columbia Savings and Loan Association. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. The 1965 inductees, honored in 1966, included Verona Burkhard, Joe Eleanor Elliott, and Sister Frances Marie Walsh. In 1967, the inductees of the the 1966... (laughs) It's just going through all the years here. Uh, Almost two decades Uh, later, a new recognition program began. Uh... A new a new recognition program began. I think I said began. Uh, the <laughs> Hall of Fame organization was founded and incorporated as a nonprofit organization in 1984 to recognize women's contributions to the territory and state of Colorado and to provide role models for young girls and women. Serving on the board also offers leadership opportunities for women. Discussed conceptually in February 1984, it was organized by June the same year. M.L. Hansen sat as the president of the board until 1977. You know know who's not on this list? Who? Sneed. Sneed. (laughs) Take that, snob. Up to 10 inductees are admitted to the Hall of Fame every evenly numbered year. Uh. That's how they do it. What? Okay. Yep. Who we got on here? We've got Gail Norton. 
United States Secretary of the Interior, Attorney uh-huh. General of Colorado. Elizabeth Piper Ensley, African-American educator, political activist, uh, and suffragist. Uh, Morley <laughs> Cowles Ballantyne, uh, wow. newspaper publisher, philanthropist. Uh, we've got a lot of people here. Yeah. We've got uh, Carol Mutter, uh, the first woman in the United States Marine Corps to be promoted to both Major General and Lieutenant General. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Baby Doe Tabor, second wife of Colorado businessman Horace Tabor, an inspiration for the opera The Ballad of Baby, jo- Baby Doe. <laughs> um, we've got Owl Woman, uh, who is a Cheyenne princess who mm-hmm. managed relations between Native American tribes and Anglo-American men. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a lot of people here, but I did see a picture of one person that I'm interested in. Let me oh. go back here. Susan Helms. She's a NASA astronaut aboard the Space Shuttle Endeavor. Wow. Yep, yep. Whoa. Yep, Look yep. at you. I did it. She's not in, she's not at the station, but. You, you, you did do the thing that I was planning on doing. <laughs> now, do I click her or do I click? The space shuttle. Ooh. I think I'm gonna click her because I might. I think either way, I I'd mean, go it, to NASA. Yeah, it, even if even if you don't get another hit from her, odds are good that the Endeavor will still be on her page. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know what. Her, I don't know, her man. Maybe she did go to the space station. Maybe she, who knows? Maybe she went. I don't know if the. I don't know. I don't know anything about space or station. I don't think that's true. Uh, I mean, there is the time that that curio- you got uh, curiosity and dis- wait, what? Which one? Oh were- yes. Oh no. Curiosity and was it curiosity? Uh, what's the one? Tim, that- what's uh, what's oh. the other one? Uh, opportunity. 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 Yeah, I yes. got them confused. That was fun. That was pretty great. Oh my gosh, one of my favorite things that's happened on her show in a long time. Um. Okay. Well, so here's. Here's what I thought this page might have been. <laughs> what I thought this page could be was a like a discussion of what lifeboats are in particular, just like more general lifeboat information. And also hope was hoping for some uh, reference to uh, museums and or maritime things like that, that I might be able to kind of work my way toward like transportation in a wider in a wider way. Uh here's what this page actually is, a literal rundown of every single lifeboat that was on the RMS Titanic. The lifeboats of the RMS Titanic played a crucial role in the disaster of 14-15 April 1912. Um one of the ship's legacies was that she had 20 lifeboats in total that in total could only accommodate 1178 people despite the fact that there were approximately uh, 2,208 people on board. Uh, the Titanic had a maximum capacity of 3,547 passengers and crew. Um, they used 18 of the lifeboats. I don't know what happened to the other ones. I'm not reading that closely. Uh, because I'm not kidding. I mean, this page is like eight scrolls long. <laughs> mm. It's ridiculous. Let me just give you a taste of of what you might find on the page, Lifeboats of the RMS Titanic. Uh, They have a section of the use and locations of the lifeboats aboard the Titanic. In which you would find out that the lifeboats were situated on the boat deck. Great. Uh, There are three three more paragraphs Mm -hmm. in that section, but I don't feel like reading them. Uh, Then you would find out about the lack of lifeboats and training. Uh, saying the Titanic only had enough lifeboats to accommodate about, I hate the word approximately, it's so long, uh, a third of the ship's total capacity. Uh, Had every lifeboat been filled accordingly, they still could only have evacuated about 53% of those actually on board the night of the sinking. And then another like 10, 12 paragraphs. (laughs) Wow. And then a literal rundown of each lifeboat and who was in it. Um, including this note uh, for boat number seven mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. Uh, Dorothy Gibson, who is a an American silent film actress 
who starred in Saved from the Titanic in 1912, wow. the first motion picture produced about the disaster, and her mother, Miss Mrs. Leonard Gibson. Okay. I want to note that that is amazing and very, you know, like what what an incredible experience that must have been to have survived that and then also decide, yeah, I can do this to portray this, to show people what it was like. Um, but then also it, it, the thought immediately hits me of like only someone from New York would think, oh, yeah, <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Um, it's a very New York story to me and that, I don't know why that feels that way to me, but it does. Uh, another note here, uh, Margaret Hayes, a New York heiress who brought her pom- Pomeranian baby with her. Baby. Yeah. Literally baby is, is oh, what man. it says here. Mm. Uh, James McGowan, the Philadelphia buyer of Gimbel's department store, uh, and he, William T. Sloper, a Connecticut banker who was falsely accused of dressing as a woman to get into the lifeboat. Why is that noted? That's weird. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Again, uh, another guy named Dickinson Bishop, uh, who was a businessman, also fos- falsely accused of dressing as a woman and his <clears throat> pregnant wife, Helen. Hmm. Um, then there were, I mean, look, look, there are just lots and lots of these, like, just great names uh that again feel like we're right on the edge of a friends of the table thing uh they do a different take on uh the oh goodness where was it now boat six here we are they do a different take on uh the thing with molly brown and uh hitchin or hitchens where um apparently he starts swearing at her and yelling about how there's no use going back there's only a lot of stiffs out there now. It's our lives now, not theirs, uh, with with dialogue, I guess. Uh, and then she said uh, she told him to stay put or she'd throw him overboard. And then he started swearing at her. And according to this, uh, there, some, some, some sailor who was on the boat with them said, uh, who was shocked at his language and said, don't you know you're talking to a lady? That's the end of that note is what they have. That's it. That's the whole thing of what they say. Right. Ah. So I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm confused, but sure. Um, anyway, there are lots of, uh, there are lots of interesting things. Oh, by the way, I, I, I did not share this before, but, uh, Dorothy Gibson, who I mentioned, mentioned before in terms of the actress who, who who uh was on the boat and then also uh performed in the in the in the I almost said music video which is not the case in the silent film <laughs> the first silent film about it uh apparently in the promo material for it she wore the clothes that she wore on the on the Titanic like wow. she just wore what she had on that night so it was very realistic that's I don't understand how you do that that's just Oh, anyway. So I um did did we talk about Edith Louise Rosenbaum? No, we have not. So in boat eleven, first class yeah. passenger Edith Louise Rosenbaum, a Paris-based uh-huh. correspondent for Women's Wear Daily, brought along her toy pig, yep. a music box that played the Maxix Maxiche. Sure, I don't know that one, <laughs> and had been given to her. As good luck by token of her mother. Uh, the Maxise is occasionally known as the Brazilian Tango. She was too <laughs> frightened to enter the lifeboat, but when a crew member mistaking her toy for a baby tossed it in, she leapt in after it. What? The toy pig is now part of the collection of the National Maritime Museum in London. Yep. <laughs> uh, at reaching the water, lifeboat number 11 was nearly swamped by a jet of water being pumped out from the ship to stem the flooding. Tempers flared among the crowded passengers, some of whom had to stand. Oh, no. As the boat was rowed away from the ship, Rosenbaum offered some levity by using her musical pig to entertain the children underfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Look, I know things are bad, uh, but I got a toy pig here. You want me to play my pig? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> 
is this a is this a bad time? Should I look? I mean, should I uh, should I wait until? <laughs> if there's one thing I know kids love, it's the Brazilian tango. Musical mix. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna just flag that right now for the um for the episode title, Sky. <laughs> Great. Okay, uh, but Tim did actually step right over what I want to click just to get it, like in the general direction toward the National Maritime Museum. That's something. I'm clicking that. Okay. Oh, cool. So, Susan Helms. Yeah, she's a retired lieutenant general of the United States Air Force and a former NASA astronaut. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. I'm going to say right now, she has great space hair. Yeah, she has a good <laughs> smile. Like, there's several pictures here. Okay. I'm just going to send you this page because all the all the photos on it are great. Mm-hmm. There's okay. one photo of her uh, at the window. Oh, it's at the window of the ISS. Um, uh-oh. Gosh. Uh-oh. But it definitely <laughs> is an is an image that solidifies in my mind that I do not want to go to space. Because yeah, it looks like my basement. It looks like a small <laughs> enclosed space <laughs> with a window and everything's riveted, but it feels, man, it's just me and this metal out here <laughs> and there's space. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't Another worthy it. title for this show. I don't Just know. me and my I, metal out here. We just floating around. Uh, We're just, you know, orbiting. It's like a washing machine, right? Like that's, that's what, what it, it puts like. you in mind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's it would in this case though, it would be especially spacious washing machine. <laughs> spacious. It's all how you look in at multiple it. Multiple senses. It's all yes. how you look at it. It's perspective. Uh, I don't know, Tim. She was a. That's <laughs> still. Um. You're either you're either in the worst basement or the best washing machine. Wow. Oh, you know what, Tim? You're, you turn me around on this. You're right. Yeah. Yes. She was a crew member on five space shuttle missions and was a resident of the International Space Station for over five months in 2001. While participating in ISS Expedition 2, she and Jim Voss conducted an eight-hour and 56-minute spacewalk, the world record for the longest spacewalk and the longest spacewalk for a woman. Oh, gosh. I, I would not oh. want to be out there for eight hours. Eight hours? No. Like, can you imagine? I can what? barely. Like, what are you gonna do? I can barely handle I mean, driving from my home to my parents, which takes like eight hours, and that's with the ability to stop and like pick up some <laughs> Popeyes on the way. You can't do that in space. There are no Popeyes in space. You no. cannot. You cannot get out of your vehicle, so to say. There's no Popeyes in space. Is also yeah. a great title. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you, what do, you do out there? I guess nothing. I guess you just like we're gonna I, break this record. I, I mean, they're probably doing like uh, maintenance. Stuff. Just yeah, I was gonna say yeah, just, just but keep like busy with hours? things. But she was. Know. It says oh. to install hardware to the external body of the laboratory module. Oh. It's not even eight hours. It's eight hours fifty six minutes. It's nine yeah. hours. That's nine yeah. hours. That's Susan. That's, that's nine hours. Just to, yeah. yeah. And I'm guessing like they don't break for lunch or anything. Probably not. How? How could you? you just have the people, the other people on the station, chomp, like, chomp, hey, chomp. lunchtime, come back in. Oh, We're having ham oh, paste they, sandwiches. They couldn't ring a dinner bell because that that vibration wouldn't come through. Yep. <laughs> you you couldn't hear it. Uh oh my gosh. She enjoys piano and other musical activities, jogging, traveling, <laughs> reading, computers, and cooking. Wait, does it say all that? It does yeah. say that in her personal oh, of life. It does. She has three sisters. Wow. Yep. No wonder she wants space. Uh, uh she was in space for two hundred and eleven days, ugh. like total, I think. It's a 12-year NASA career. Um, She returned to the Air Force in 2002 to take on a position as as HQUSAF. I don't know what that means. Uh, Space Command. Okay. Sure. Uh, The U.S. Air Force Space Command, yeah. Yeah. After a stint as a division chief of the Space Space Superiority Division of the Requirements Dict... (laughs) <laughs> what? 
She's the division chief of the Space Superiority Division of the Requirements Directorate of Air Force Space Command in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. She served as vice commander of the 45th Space Wing at Patrick Air Force Base near Cape Canaveral. That's in Florida. She she then she did a lot of stuff. I didn't realize how much stuff she did before I uh uh, started reading all this. Um, she's oh yeah, she yeah. This flown, woman sounds incredible. She's flown thirty different types of of spacecraft. Holy cow! Thirty. Thirty. That's a lot. <laughs> okay, so okay, just imagine that. How many cars do you? How many different kinds of cars do you think you've driven? I've three. <laughs> <laughs> Tim. Uh, what? How many different kinds of cars do you think you've driven in your life? Um, kinds of cars. Oh, kinds. Like completely different models. Oh yeah. Um, uh, is it thirty? No. Is what I'm asking. No, it's it's because, four. <laughs> because can you imagine? I mean, just being like, oh yeah, yeah, just oh, just casually mentioning. Oh yes, also thirty different kinds of space worthy vehicles. Well, they're not space worthy. Oh, sorry, I stink right. They, they can just fly in the air. Sorry, they're just also, military oh, aircraft. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, and it's thirty different kinds of flying vehicles. Oh, and one's U.S. and uh, some of them are U.S. and some of them are Canadian, by the way. So you know, like the stick's going to be on the different side and stuff. Yeah, and all of the all the instruments are spelled with a U. Yeah, I'm gonna click on International Space Station. Yeah, do it, Susan Yo. Hounds. You've seen great. She seems amazing. Oh my gosh. And when I said um, she had perfect space hair, like that was not uh that was not an no. insult. Like that is No, not at all. That is exactly what I would is, expect someone floating in space to have. Remember yeah. remember when I said uh when I was on the Colorado uh um uh the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I see a picture here. Like I was just scrolling through and like I'm like this person went to space like <laughs> like I, I and at the time I didn't realize I was like yeah of course she looks like an astronaut like because of yeah. this photo but I'm like no I mean there's a photo here of of Catherine Archulita who she's the first Latina director of the United States Office of Personnel Management she's basically got the same type of photo with like some flags behind her <laughs> but no she doesn't look like a an astronaut Susan yeah it Susan doesn't do. Yep. It doesn't register as astronaut into your brain. Right. That's amazing. <sighs> All right. What do you got going on, Kyle? Uh, oh, did you? Wait, you won, right? Yeah, did I'm I... here. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to still uh, talk about something, though, please do. I, I mean, I'm on the National Maritime Museum mm-hmm. page, a Maritime Museum in, Gre- uh, in Greenwich, London, uh, part of Royal Museums Greenwich, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I'm... Mm, I, I don't really want to talk about this a ton, uh, I guess, okay. except to say, just to say that, you know, earliest times, earliest time. Wow. I, I'm, oh my gosh. I can't believe I walked right into that. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> I hate this. So, you know what? I'm not even finishing the sentence. Re- regular listeners can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm out. Closing this page right now because I don't need to read any more than that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we are at the ISS. It's a an, it's a habitable it's a space station, and how they apparently uh, define a space station is a habitable artificial satellite in low or low Earth orbit. Uh, it's a joint program between NASA, mm-hmm. uh, Rosco- Roscosmos, which is Russia, yeah. sure, JAXA, oh, okay. which is Japan, yeah, ESA, which is Europe. And SASA. (laughs) CSA. The ownership and use of the space station is established by intergovernmental treaties and agreements. Uh, It's a microgravity and space environment research laboratory. They just hang out. They conduct experiments in biology, human biology, physics, astronomy, meteorology, and other fields. There's a bunch. Seems pretty cool. Yeah. It's suited for testing uh, spacecraft systems and equipment required for missions to the moon and Mars. 
Oh, wait, hang on a second. Maybe this is our answer to the Olympics situation because no one can go to them and you can't gather in a place for it. Like, let's just hold them on the International Space Station. Um, that's not a good idea. <laughs> and I'm going to link you to a uh, a good argument of why. I... Mm, now I'm curious as to what... Oh, boy. Space <laughs> oh, Olympics. Space it Olympics, is the song yeah. Space Olympics by Lonely Island. Welcome to the Space Olympics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything goes poorly. It's very yeah. good. Okay. Well, um, I tried. I did not realize that it has to maintain its orbit with an average altitude of 400 uh, kilometers. I think because it's too close. Uh, by means of reboost maneuvers using the engines of the... Zverzda mod- module or visiting spacecraft. So not only are in you, you're in a big washing machine, but yeah. that washing machine only stays where it is because of Rockets. the vacuum cleaner that you've got attached. <laughs> that's been doing it for years, and man, you better just or, keep doing it. Or when people <laughs> visit you, they're like, "Hey, can you give us a boost, please?" Yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you just it's... ram your ship into our house a little bit to just keep us keep us pointed in the right direction? Yeah, this is not this is not instilling any like confidence in me about can how this works. It circles the earth in roughly bump? 92 minutes. Yeah. Um yeah. There's two that sections. Screaming. Rush... That is fast. <laughs> if you can orbit the earth 15 and a half times a day, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. That puppy's going fast. How do yeah, you to... dock with that thing? <laughs> That's you, how you also go fast. <laughs> yeah, you gotta oh, play Kerbal man. Space Program. It's a good game. Uh, the station is divided into two sections: the Russian orbital segment, Ross, operated by Russia, and the United States orbital uh, segment, uh, Rachel. <laughs> which... Yeah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I was really you were waiting for I it, really. I was gonna do it if you didn't do it, so thank you. Uh, is there a, is there a, like, oh, is there a sitcom character that like is worse than <laughs> Ross? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm having trouble right now. He's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't. Is Raymond worse? Is Raymond bad? The show's bad. I mean, Right. I would assume that technically speaking, like that the, any of the two and a half men characters are technically worse. Oh, right? Yeah, you're right. Like that's really, that's worse in general. That is right? really bad. <laughs> but then there's also the Tim Allen universe of that thing the, that he's the doing. Tim Allen syndicated universe. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sure I get there it is totally. One. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, the Santa like Santa Claus is actually a member of the. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can trace it around. Um, uh, let's see. Roscosmos has endorsed the continued operation of ISS through t- uh, 2024, but had previously proposed using elements of the Russian segment to conduct a new Russian space station called OPSEC. Uh, it's still cool. expected to operate until 2030. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. It's been uh, the first... ISS component was launched in 1998 with the first long-term residents arriving in, t- in t- uh, November 2000. Since then, the station has been continuously occupied for 19 years and 183 days. <laughs> As of October 2015. Why? What? What? How is that? Oh, why would they- they're citing... No, it doesn't make any sense. I guess there's... The citation is from 2015, but I guess what they're saying is the citation is to say that it's been continuously occupied. I guess that's what it sounds like. I don't know. That's a weird one. This is the longest continuously continuous human presence in low earth orbit. Low low earth. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know why that why that got me the, the way that it did but it was good <laughs> you can see it with your eyes sometimes uh it's That's been true. visited by astronauts i don't know how else everyone. you would see it 
Yeah. Holy crud. What? So gravity at the altitude of the International Space Station is approximately 90% as strong as the Earth's surface. Yeah. But okay. whenever you see in there, it's people are floating around, right? Yeah, sure. It's because... It's because the, of the speed. No, it's because no? the... Um, the station is always considered in free fall. Yeah. A yeah. Continuous state it's... of free fall. Right. Yep. So yeah, terrifying. Being... <laughs> so basically, like you're sleeping, you're living, you're just falling all the time. Yeah. Yes. Everything around you is falling at the same speed, though, so it's fine. Well, that's the other thing is like uh... things have different different orbits. Items at different locations within the ISS would, if not attached to the station, follow slightly different orbits. Yeah. Being mechanically interconnected, these items experience small forces that keep the station moving as a rigid body. So it's just, mm. you're just f- constantly falling, mm-hmm. uh, hoping, hoping everything falling. is just connected in a way to keep from just exploding apart around you. Oh, I, that is terrible. It's really scary. How we've kept that thing up there for 19 years, mm-hmm. 20 years. And change. Yeah. I don't. Mm. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm, a, I'm actually pretty impressed. Yeah. They go through a Way lot of the components here. in general. Yeah, they talk about all these different components, different operations. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Um... Uh, all Russian spacecraft and self-propelled modules are able to rendezvous and dock to the space station without human intervention using the Kurs radar docking system from over 200 kilometers away. Terrifying. You just hope, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the computer does it right. <laughs> like imagine, imagine your car, your garage <laughs> imagine you're like oh hey what's going on today oh we're just getting uh there's like a refuel module that's coming in oh great and you just like look out your window and you see this <laughs> coming at you and it's like <laughs> it's like yeah i hope i hope oh, i hope curse is on today i hope that they've got this one figured out because <laughs> it's just coming at me and it's like it doesn't look like it's going too fast like it's coming no, in but it's also going it's- like you know, it's real fast. Incredible! Yeah. <laughs> it's going at incredible speeds. Just momentum, momentous speeds. Yes. Uh, space is scary. It's terrifying. Sure is. I don't like well, it. I don't. I don't Tim, like that we, we're putting Elon in charge. Uh, <laughs> Tim, mm-hmm. I want to know. Uh, and you, I guess you don't have to reveal this if you don't want. If you, if you'd rather not. But uh, did Sky actually go the route you took for this? Not quite. Not r- he really. actually took a shorter route. Oh my gosh. I forgot because to I... check Susan's actual page. I went through Endeavor. <laughs> which took who? me to ISS. The Endeavor. Yeah. Oh, the Endeavor. Gotcha. Yep. I forgot to be Amazing. like, oh, maybe she's actually been on that thing. So you went to the <laughs> you went to the uh Women's Hall of Fame? Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. nice. Yep. And then I, I went to I will tell you. And then you saw that looks like an astronaut. I saw that looks like an astronaut. Oh, she was on the Endeavor. Let's check the Endeavor. Nice. And then uh, it went to the ISS, of course. So that's incredible. I here's the thing: like as soon as that I saw that link for National uh, or the Colorado Women's Museum or Women's Hall of Fame, um, I was like, "That's the that's how that's how you do it." There's there's an astronaut in there. (laughs) Like that's that was the immediate thought of like, oh yeah, there's an astronaut in there. That's how that's how Tim did this. Not all states will have astronauts, but Colorado will. For whatever reason, it's so high. You're already you're already so so close. You already did most of the work. Yeah. Yeah, hard to breathe up here. You just jump, really. I mean. (laughs) Oh man, that's amazing. Well done. Yep. Good. Thank you. Job. Well. If you would like more of this, <laughs> we have plenty more podcasts for your perusal. Uh, you can find us at wskbcast.blogspot.com. And, of course, we are on just about every podcast app out there. Wherever you look for podcasts, you can find us. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Sweet. of course, uh, at We Should Know Better, and on Twitter at WSKBCast. 
Uh, if you'd like to uh, rate and uh, review us, uh, please feel more than welcome to do so. If you want to rate Grandpa's Cheese Shack instead, we would love that as <laughs> whoa, well. Whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Don't. No. Grandpa's no. Cheese Shack? <laughs> Damn, why did you do this? Grandpa's Cheese Shack. Does that exist? Yeah, no, look it up. No. no. Oh, no, I'm oh, sorry. Gosh. It's Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Oh. This is no Tim. You're making it worse. Uh, oh wait, yeah, Grandpa's Grandpa's cheese. Grandpa's Cheese Shack. What you did I for just Grandpa's find? Cheese Shack, and it goes to Grandpa's Cheese Barn. So they have definitely. Oh no, no! I found something terrible. That's called Grandpa's Cheese Shack. <laughs> I, I found like... I found Grandpa's Love Shack. Oh, <laughs> all right. Not clicking. It's a barbecue and comfort food restaurant. I don't care. A we're little place watch, where we can get together, this. well, after they lift the stay-at-home order. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to watch this video after uh, we sign off After here. the episode. Yeah, after we wrap up. You can get I think we've Lisa's done. gooey stickies for $1.99. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Dang it, Tim. Why did you do... Bye. Abort. Abort. So fast. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> Good episode, everyone. I knew- <laughs> All right. Good job. I knew Sky would not be able to not talk about it as soon as you I said the wrong word. Jeez, Jack, you said the wrong- <laughs> All right, here's what I found. Are you ready for Grandpa's okay, Cheese Shack? I'm- yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching. What? <laughs> I have not watched this, so I don't know if it's inappropriate. Okay, so mm. I don't even know how to describe what's happening. There's some very low vibe, uh, like, re- reverb going on, yeah. and, like, some people <laughs> dancing very slowly with... It just seems like memes. Is that... <laughs> Is that Taylor Swift? <laughs> Uh, and the uh, how do you describe that background? I don't know. Like it's this like lines me. and waves. I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. Okay. You had me at the title. Mm. <laughs> uh, so you think that's an homage? <laughs> it's gotta be. I could ask. <laughs> Have you heard of the hygiene hand? No. Um, no. Okay. All right. I'm going to share this with you right now because I feel like you would enjoy this. I I don't it's know like what it says about me that, that you say, I think you would enjoy the hygiene hand. I actually am thinking of ordering Oh, it's things. this thing. So The oh. curse tool. <laughs> I, know this, I know this by <laughs> the curse tool. tool. It's, the, uh, it's the tiny little keyblade. <laughs> yeah that's the thing wait hold on sky the t- cursed tool let is that fi- what you said let me see if i could find it because okay so this thing went live uh you know earlier i think it was march or something like that when it initially went live um oh great um what did the oh no <laughs> me casting a hex on the people inside the bank using my curse tool mm-hmm very good. Blocking uh, my <laughs> in the garage for 10,000 years <laughs> with my curse tool. That's very good. Listeners, um, it's like this keychain thing that has a hook so you don't have to like touch doors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've literally thought of, of getting something like this. So here's the thing. That happened, right? So this, this thing, uh, which they describe as an antimicrobial, every, antimicrobial, EDC or everyday carry, which I don't know why that needs, you know, shortening, but here we are uh, keychain tool offering a better way to open doors and use shared surfaces like checkouts or ATMs. Uh, I would like something like this because uh, I hate using those card readers at checkouts. I yeah. hate it. I don't like touching those. You could, um, you could uh, 
use your shirt. Okay. You lift well, up your I... you lift up your shirt, show off your abs while doing this okay. too, which is the secondary benefit. And then just you got corona and on just, your shirt. Well, yep. yeah. And then you stick I mean, it on your body. You wash yep. your shirt. I'm fall, you got I'm sick abs, along. Tim. You got I sick mean, abs. You're gonna you're, you're gonna get coronavirus <laughs> on your cursed tool as well. But it's copper, which actually is is pretty good at at repelling it. Like things don't uh, corona doesn't do very well on copper. It's still gonna be there. For a okay. little what bit. I do is I touch the pad and I'm like, "Thank you. Time to go right to this bathroom that's by them, that's by them and wash my hands." Right? Nobody so, steal my groceries. What you do is Either you, way. you you use it with your fingers and then you T pose the rest of the way oh home gosh. to keep maximum distance between your hands and the rest of your body. What you do, you sign it with your curse tool, you remove yeah. the curse tool from your keys and you throw it just away. Like you just yeah. throw it. Away from you, so I can't talk to either. Of you. And then you take, and then out of your I, pocket, you take your new curse tool. That's right. That's the curse: is that you can never fully get rid of it. It just keeps coming back into your pocket when you try to throw oh it away. Gosh. Yeah. Um, I oh, sent okay. you a link to a Kickstarter for an inverted lighter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just because I want you to watch the video for this. Of how serious uh, these people are for making this device. Okay. Uh, which is right. essentially just a lighter. Oh my god, yeah. there's other... Use a with stick a lighter. In it. Exactly. Use a stick lighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, you sat down with a piece of paper and drew it. Yep. Looking at the market, nothing at just your need or style. Hmm. I like that he's drawing a picture of this. Why hasn't anyone else thought of this? Mm-hmm. Because are, you don't need it. They are the Dyson of lighters. There's no way oh. this is how they created it. Oh, wow, this. he's got... Mm-hmm. The, the, little, he, the little cardboard cutout? That seems... Some... Oh my gosh, a 3D printer, really? Really? Mm-hmm. No, it still burns. Ow. Oh no, the fire is still hot. Ah, oh, fire! Oh, it only took him one wall to develop a product. Dang! I like. Ooh. I love when a Kickstarter is like, "Look, we already built it." Mm-hmm. Yes. So you don't need all that money for like, you know. Look at the yes. premium packaging. If you scroll down to like the benefits, and you can get a case for it. This is so stupid. Oh, oh my gosh, gosh yes. I can't. $172,000 pledged of 3200 mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, got a lot of candle lighters out there. 24 bucks to get this too, by the way. No. Oh so the the stick, so they have, they have those charts of like, what do these do and what do these don't do? What does it say the stick doesn't do? Uh, stick is not easily inverted. It says, which but is a lie. What the because frick? It has... N- sticks are just u- useless compared... Mm, I'm so mad. It's all Not available. Doesn't have a lifetime warranty. Doesn't have easy an easy flame, flame dial. dial. Uh, excuse me. I've never seen a stick lighter that didn't have an easy flame dial on it. Yeah. <laughs> Fits in pocket. I'll give them that one. Actually, no. It does fit in your pocket. I can put a stick lighter in my pocket. But I wouldn't, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, uh, that's so annoying. Wow, I, it usually takes us like 20 minutes to get this mad about whatever's going on in our in our podcast. Uh, by the way, uh, some friends in, the, in my local game group uh, really enjoyed that I kept trolling you guys last episode with the, uh, the sourdough starters. Oh, yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. They, they thought that was the best thing. It was so. really good. Me accidentally turning my wife into a grape bag with my curse tool. <laughs> Great. Good. Okay, but <laughs> They thought like, they the could thing... keep me out of the tasting part. <laughs> I, who carry a curse tool. <laughs> it's very good. Um, uh, okay, so that happened, I guess. They, they, you know, that Kickstarter happened. People are selling these for, you know, 20 bucks on Kickstarter. Or ordering, etc. They're made or whatever, shipping in June, it looks like. Okay. Uh, within a week... Uh, Amazon had five other people on, you know, on Amazon selling this exact thing. 
Yeah, sure. but not this. Yes, and it was just amazing. I was like, "Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's that's fast. Good job, guys. Good job. Whatever manufacturers had a bunch of spare like plastic lying around. I was like, yeah, okay, we can we, we can, can make, make a die out happen. of this. Yeah, this is an easy one. Anyway, oh no, mm. I hmm." Uh, okay, uh, yeah, that Corgi curse tool is surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I want it, <laughs> I think. Uh, Somebody all right. replied to another curse tool with this. <laughs> Just an unknown. Yes, of course. Yeah, that's what I thought people were going to do with it. Like, that's what I thought the joke was going to be when they shared that in, our, in my game group. Like, oh, it's an unknown. Hmm. But no, it's just that Amazon is very good at finding sellers of, you know, repurposed stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. 